I did not escape. The child of Ra's al Ghul made the climb. But he is not the child of Ra's al Ghul. I am. <coughs> Talia, al Ghul, here to finish my father's work. But we totally had sex. What's bothering you, little fella? <laughs> What's up, little otter? What's up, little otter? Come here, little otter. Oh, there it goes. Little did he know, this <laughs> is an animal with an attitude. <laughs> Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. The following program contains graphic, real-life footage of animals attacking people. Viewer discretion is strongly advised. Now stay with us as we find out what happens. Quitters? Never give up. Go ahead. Repping for all of Quitters Never Give Up. Check out Christopher. Check out Jen Pasquarini. Check out Lindsay. Check out Hello, Drew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said Quitters Never Give Up, and he said, that's all they do. Boom. That ends the equation. Then she slept with him. Hola, party people. Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, episode 119. We are without uh, Lindsay. She's on assignment. Uh, and we are also without Edwin for the start of this. We might have Edwin a little later. But let's say hello to the rest of the quitters. Let's say hello to Drew. Drew, How are we doing? I know this is really, really awkward, but it's really important to my mom that I say hello to you from her. So, hello. Hello, Drew. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and let's say hello to Jen. Jen started to feel faint with the blood loss and was terrified she was going to die. At one point, she even asked her friend to watch after her children. <gasps> Recalling her fear, she said, without any exaggeration, and this is the God's honest truth, I did not think I was going to make it out of that river, and I had no clue if my friends were going to make it out either. Hi, Jen. Hi, party people. Glad to see you made it out. <laughs> right Couldn't have been more wrong on every count. <laughs> this is a he. His name is Chris. It's right there at the top. Okay. Let's see what Chris has to say. Thanks for the intro, Bean. Thank you. Sorry, I hit that one a little early. That's funny. Also, I'm that story with the otters, so many Jens yeah. in it. There's not a lot of things <laughs> where, where people say Jen or Jennifer, like really kind of clearly. But right. Dean just kept hitting Jen, Jen. But every one of them is Jen lost a lot of blood. Jen's bleeding from <laughs> the eyes. You know, so it's a little, little. It, it, but good. I got a lot of Jen. All right. All right, let's get this started with some messages. Did you guys hear the waterfall just fucking gushing out of Allie's pants when she heard Chris's song? She she did call me her uh, country bear jamboree, but I don't know if it was gushing. Um, we could we could ask Allie. I gotta throw up. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think I don't really think it worked. But it also doesn't work for me because this week we found out this. Uh, okay. I <laughs> he is correct. I am a lady. I've seen uh -huh. Rush so many times. My first Rush concert was the Presto tour. I love Rush. Yeah, I can't. You can't. Can't deal with someone that loves Rush. No, sorry. I love Rush. <laughs> can't be lady. <laughs> 
but Gene's right. We would go to the concerts. This is like the press tour in college. And uh, it was. It was all dudes. We were like the only girls there. And we got beers bought for us for free all night long. And it was super fun, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't even listen to a Rush album. I always change it. It's, it's very, I don't know. It, it has become very much like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They get a lot of the same songs overplayed a lot on the radio. And um, so I think that's kind of what, which is understandable. So, um, but I got into them back in high school. So that message was, of course, from uh, Sam. This is Santa Monica. This is Santa Monica. Nice. Nice. Okay. Hey, Sam. And he left another message. And another thing. I'm a little disappointed. You guys never played that message that I sent you guys on Instagram about Dave the King of Mexico and uh, Slowpoke Rodriguez. I, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Anyways, um, this is this is Sam, by the way. Not, not the dead one. The Santa oh. Monica guy. Yes, that's Sam, the <laughs> Santa Monica guy, not the dead one. Uh, and about that clip... Sorry, we're out of time. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. Lisa is the thing we found out the best thing ever. All right, say it. What's the best thing ever? Maybe the best thing ever. Psycho Mike, your opinion. Is it the best thing ever? It's the best thing ever. What's the best thing ever? Who wants to tell Kevin? Because he doesn't know. We've been saving it from him all week long. Who wants the honors of telling Kevin? Let's break it gently. (laughs) There's someone that works here at K-Rock. An employee. A DJ? Yes. Okay. An on-air personality at K-Rock. Okay. Rodney? No. All right. And that person is the proud owner of a tail. <laughs> what? <laughs> Has a tail. No. Yes. And apparently a pretty significant tail. Apparently one that can be wiggled. <laughs> and <laughs> can move it. Tail. <laughs> and can move it. Did we do this topic? Like yes. Recently we did extra body parts. Yes. Has a tail. Yes. Yes. Needs to sit accordingly because he, can, he can't sit on his tail. <laughs> I didn't know that. A DJ yes. When he sits, he has to shift on one cheek or another because his tail gets in the way of his seat. His Jed, sitting. do you have a tail? No, no, Jed doesn't have a tail. Cannot do any ab work in the gym because can't he has a, a can't tail. Can't do a sit-up, can't do a crunch because his tail gets yes. in the way. Yes. Striker. Yeah. Striker. Yes. Striker. Striker has, Stryker a, has tail. a tail. It is Stryker. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Yes. And apparently, Stryker uh, is the host of Love Line, of course, and apparently yeah. somehow it came out on the Love Line broadcast last week. And by the way, Dr. Drew, who is an actual doctor, yes. who has seen everything, is just as excited about it as we are. <laughs> he, is, he is giddy and rattled like we were when we found out about it. Stryker has Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I felt it. Yeah, it's there. I felt he, it. He can move it. Yes. Drew, Drew was telling us, he can move it. I felt it, and he can make it move. What is it? It's a coccyx, I guess is the word. Well, which that's is hey, tailbone, hey, hey, right? That's, the that's a tailbone, yeah, yeah but tailbone. He, has, he has an extension on his. He has a tail that has grown off of it. He has a tail. And it's not the kind of thing like a dog tail that you could have just, you know, trimmed at birth or anything like that. It's a bone, right? Yeah, you'd have to have it surgically removed. Surgically removed, right. right. It, it's it's an extent. I think it's cartilage, I think, or, or bone or something, but it's full formed. How can we work here this long with Stryker and not know that? That's what we're talking about. Yes, that's what's remarkable about it. And apparently he had never thought to bring it up before. And I don't know if it's something that, like, I would tell everybody. Of course. Hey, I'm being a have a tail. I mean, that's, right. that would be my opening. 
But for some reason, he has not shared that with anybody. Your radio name would be Taylor Baxter. Yes, yeah, that's what it, it would be. Hi, I'm Taylor. I've been in Vegas with him so much, drinking. You know, you would think if he's drunk and he's having a great time and he's partying, that would somehow come out. Hey, by the way, everybody, I have a tail. <laughs> Dude, wait till you see this. Yeah. And then you just drop your pants and you hey, wiggle your tail. You could win bets, you know? It'd be awesome. Yeah. Baby, I don't have a tail? Yes. You want a baby, I don't have a tail? <laughs> Did you say he could wiggle it? Yes. yes. So then, and by the way, if you've seen Stryker's Tale, ladies, give us a call, 1-800-520-1067. We definitely want to hear about that. Or maybe if you have a tail, I'd like to hear what it's like for you. <laughs> of course, the first thing Psycho Mike found out when he could wiggle it is that, has Stryker ever been part of a sandwich? Has he ever been the meat in a sandwich, you know, with a walnut yeah, on each other's Has he ever done the pinball machine? <laughs> 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 and which side is bigger? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That's my question. He might wow. Match. But Ralph was talking about it on Saturday night because it's all we could talk about. Would that make it difficult for you the first time you're with a new person? Would you be... That's what I said. I said I would never take my clothes off if I had a tail. I'd be mortified by the I fact think, that I had a tail. I think I'd go the opposite way. I do, too. I think they'd know that about me first thing. I'd say, do you have a tail? If no. you bring a smoking hot chick back to your apartment and you're about to get busy... She knows long before then. Does she? For me, yeah. She's not coming back to your apartment if she knows. Hey, that's you know what? what? Got a tail. <laughs> you bring that up at the bar, you may be going home alone is what I'm saying. I'm just saying that's not something you can keep to yourself. Well, you could For me, I just couldn't. I couldn't either. I would be so proud. Oh, I wish I had a tail. He has a tail. <laughs> I wish I had a tail. I'm glad I don't have a tail. <laughs> what I'm too. saying. So I would not tail. want that conversation how, piece. How did you guys find out at Acoustic? Wow, how did it come up? I Did, did I, uh, Dr. Drew say it? Did Drew tell us? Yeah. You were, you were well into it with Drew when I walked into the room. So yeah. I don't know how it actually got broke. Oh, he thought, oh, he thought we, we knew. Yeah. Now... If it were, if I were there at that moment, I would have spent the rest of Acoustic Christmas both nights trying to get him to show it to me. Tracking him down? Did he? Did you try to get him to? I asked him about it, but it was during, it was in the auditorium during a band, and it was so loud it was hard to have a conversation. I said, Stryker, is it true you have a tail? And he said, <laughs> So then you said it louder and louder and louder, and then you started screaming in the band stopped, and you said, do you have a tail? <laughs> All right, Lisa, Sorry. you're out and you meet a guy yeah. and you're having conversation and he's plying you with alcohol. And if he's Kevin, he says, oh, and by the way, I have a tail. Oh, I don't say it. That's low key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll celebrate. What does that do to your interest in the young man? It depends on how hot he is. So you, you'd overlook if he's a tail? hot enough, I would overlook a tail. So it's not a deal breaker. You can't overlook a tail. <laughs> well, I've never seen a tail. So I don't know. That's I mean, why I you're running your hand so. down his back during the sex act and you hit a tail. <laughs> that might be really Yeah, weird. don't you think it freaks out <laughs> a little bit? Or it's a handle to hang on to. All right. What if you had to satisfy... <laughs> you're having sex with a stegosaurus all of a sudden. <laughs> what if you had to satisfy the tail as well? No! What if you had to go both I'm ways? Out. I'm, I'm, out. I'm just saying. I'm out. I, I was walking by him last night, though, because he was going, tail! <laughs> and I, just, I would just walk by. <laughs> Striker's got a tail! Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. Never heard that one. You hadn't heard that one? I haven't heard that one. I knew about it, but I've never I never heard it when they broke at the cabin. That That is great. Oh, Wait, there's more. There's more. Do you think if you call Stryker at home, he can actually pick up the phone with his tail? I bet he wags it when the phone rings. I hope. I see. <laughs> hope. Hold on. Say that again, Lisa. I bet he wags it when the phone rings. <laughs> Somebody comes to the door. Stryker starts wagging his tail. Stryker has a tail, guys. Come on. How could you care about anything else? Dr. Drew? Yeah, guys. Very funny. Drew, um, we didn't know 
that Stryker has a tail. I know. However, when I mentioned it, I guess I when I were announcing the man, band, I mentioned it, and Bean came up to me and said, is this for real? I said, yeah. And Bean said, that is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You know why he said that? Because that's the best <laughs> thing we've ever heard in our entire lives. <laughs> when did you find out, Dr. Drew? Uh, a couple nights ago. Oh, so this is new information. What happened? Did he let it slip, or did he just make a big announcement on Loveline, or he, what? He sort of let it slip out. I forget what the context was. Then he couldn't. He said to me, he couldn't believe he said it later. And I went, of course, berserk. I had to examine it. Of and course. Said, There's a little tail there. And he, then he went on to tell us that he could, in fact, wag it. Oh! That's the best story ever. <laughs> is, is this something that he has gone out of his way to keep a secret in all the years he's been working at K-Rock? I, I guess he just thought everyone had one. He said he can't, he can't do sit-ups. He can't sit directly down on a seat because he has this thing there and and he just thought everyone kind of dealt with that. Oh my really? god. Yeah. He thought everyone was like that? <laughs> but, well, now come on you guys. Poor Striker. He's such listen, a nice guy. I love listen, Striker. Kevin and Bean are jealous. Yes. Please understand yeah. where this is coming First from. First of all, we love, we love Striker and how come he gets a tail and we don't? That's, that's our the way to approach this. That's, <laughs> that's our question. Feel Seriously. I don't think Bean's ever heard in his entire life. It is. Life. It, oh man. It, it absolutely is. Dr. Drew, he was, he didn't want to tell me last night because uh, uh, I wasn't there when you found out. And he was like, all night, you're never going to believe this. I can't wait to tell you. Can't it was like a kid with a secret. He just couldn't wait to get it off his chest. <laughs> and by the way, you were not disappointed no. when you heard the news. Now, um, when you, you say you examined it, you didn't actually see it, though, right? No, I keep telling him I'd like to see it, but uh, he will not let me see it. But I have examined it. And, you, and Lisa Ward examined it, too. Oh, and get wow. her in there. She will tell you in glorious detail. She flipped out about it. That's fantastic. Now, um, did you ask him on Loveline how that has impacted his love life over the years? Is this it comes up? Anderson keeps bringing that up a little bit, and uh, it, it comes up. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm is not this... really that interested in that? I must tell you. Well, I, I am, Drew, and I have to ask this: <laughs> it, if it were you, is this the type of thing you would tell someone ahead of time so they wouldn't be shocked, or would you try to keep it a secret as long as possible and then just let them find it on their own? I, I, it, I can't. You know. There's a piece of the story here I want to let Stryker tell you. It, 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 somebody actually tipped him off. He wasn't really, he, did, he thought everyone had one. Oh, you You're mean. serious. You mean he didn't realize that he had a tail? everyone had one. <laughs> <laughs> and a girl said, what's this? Whatever, you'll have to get him to talk. Oh, oh. we got to talk to him tomorrow. That's the best. Why does he get that and we don't? <laughs> how, by the way, here's the answer to your question, Bean. That's how I get women in bed as I tell them about my Absolutely. tail. Absolutely. Lisa, by the way, suggested earlier that it might be useful as a handle. I'm just thinking of the positives. <laughs> you're, of the, you're doing the yeah. cowgirl, for instance. You exactly. know what I mean? You, knew, you want something to hang on to. Wow. Might be good. This is the best news ever. Here's what I love, though. We, we all see each other once a year at the Acoustic Christmas. We all had a glorious time, and right. I was complaining. You guys never call me to help out. With so, so we call you today. What? So we call you today. So you call me about Stryker's tail. Yes. <laughs> oh. Dr. Drew, is there anything more important than Stryker's tail? <laughs> I guess not for you guys. Drew. easy to please, I must say. No. Before, before you go, and I know you're very busy, and you called us back on short notice we appreciate it but you've been a doctor for a long time have I've you seen have you seen tails before yeah, it's a normal variant it's not even considered you know i mean it's not considered pathological because it doesn't mean anything but we've always thought that people who have tails when they're babies they figure out some way to grind it down or cut it off no, they don't it be, but, uh, grind it down but just <laughs> <laughs> whatever something like a sander you bring it a sander or something striker is now to be referred to as beelzebub if i had a tail and my parents got rid of it i would be so pissed me too <laughs> me too <laughs> Are you... circumcision there's a restoration society and everything yes you got to get the tail back yeah can they yeah. build hey can they build you a tail well i'm you know plastic I, surgery we'll, we'll get dr ray in 
in here and talk to you. Dude, I'm going to go to someplace in Beverly Hills and have them put one I'm on. I'm sure they can do it. They can do everything else. Well, it has been verified by an actual <laughs> medical doctor that Stryker has a tail, and we're not going to be satisfied until we get a picture for the website. I'm sorry. Right, that's fair enough. I'm with you. That's got to yeah. be the goal here. That's right. the best. Yeah, tell him, and, and we're, we want to talk to him tomorrow morning on our show. Lightning's going to try to set it up. Right, Drew? All right, fair enough. All, All right. right, thanks, dude. All right, see you guys. Stryker has a tail. <laughs> What year is this? This is what? This is December eleventh, two thousand six. Wow. And um, so an acoustic Christmas was just that weekend, right before that's a Monday. Uh, December eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth are hilarious episodes, just in general. Um, I think it's because they're they're going on break after the thirteenth, and so they're all kind of giddy with the holidays, all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, so yeah, and then we got a bonus with Striker's tail. Nice. What 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 what's up with Drew and HIPAA? Why is he just dropping people's medical records on at the acoustic Christmas? All over the place, on the air, acoustic. Yeah. Uh, probably just, before that. Well, Stryker spoke about it first on Love Lines. We'll, we'll find out. One moment, please. All right. It's 814 on the Kevin and Bean Show, 106.7 KROQ. Keep listening for your chance to win those park passes for Disneyland. we got to take care of the most important business, maybe not just of this week, but maybe of my whole life, and that's the fact that DJ Stryker here on the World Famous K-Rock has a tail. Yes. Has a tail. What, what Ralph? Exciting. What's the problem? I just think has a tail. This smacks to me of urban legend already. But we what know that, that some people do. Yeah, but I don't think this is something you just find out about somebody. All right. Before, he, before we talk to him, he's he's the one who kept it a secret all these years. He's the one who just finally brought it up on Loveline the other night. Before we talk to Stryker. Stryker has a tail. Tail. We have a theme. Now, he has a theme. That's awesome. Wow, how much went into that? A lot, you can tell. Stryker. <laughs> Kevin and Bean. Stryker, you have a tail. Well, what, what are you hearing exactly? That you have a tail. <laughs> That's exactly it. Okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll field that one. Dr. Drew was going around at Acoustic Christmas. This is my memory. It may not be exactly right, but he was going around at Acoustic Christmas telling everybody he had just found out that you had a tail. I guess it's something that came up on Loveline, and he was, I mean, he's a reliable source. I, I think if Dr. Drew says it, it's generally true, and he said that he even felt it through your clothes, and it's really there, and you can wiggle it. Did you ask him where his father was and what's going on with him? Yeah, no kidding. That's that's Drew's <laughs> answer to everything. You were yeah. touched, George. You were touched. And the poor blister goes molested no, as a no. child. You were touched. Okay, I was touched. Stryker, where would he be getting something like that? He didn't pull that out of thin air. No, he didn't really pull out of thin air. You know, sometimes when you're talking on the radio, you kind of forget you're on the radio. Right. So we're talking to some lady, and actually, I don't remember what she was talking about. And I'm like, Drew, I have something on the bottom of my back that it's kind of weird. And when I move it like that, I don't know what the hell this is, but I think it's normal. And he said, let me feel it. So I got in that somewhat weird position. It's definitely above the anus, boys. But yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> you got that position that you used to be in. All right. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, Jared Leto. And then we, uh, and then he, uh, he grabbed it, and you know when when you freak the doctor out with a weird thing. Yes, you know something's there. When you freak out Doctor Drew, who's seen everything. Yes, this uh, is Doctor Drew from yesterday on our show. You say you examined it. You didn't actually see it, though, right? No, I keep telling him I'd like to see it, but uh, he will not let me see it. But I have examined it. You and Lisa Warden examined it too. Oh, she gets wow! Her in there. She will tell you in glorious detail. She All right, there you out. go, Lisa Warden. Music too. She's our music director. 
Drew told us in the conversation yesterday, Stryker, that it is not a, I mean, it's not common by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, among things, I mean, it's not unusual for a doctor to encounter those throughout his, his life. I mean, he, he said it, it does happen, but that yours was, was a pretty good sized tail. Well, I'm, I'm crazy, man. Dude. What? It's crazy. <laughs> what that means, Stryker? <laughs> Stryker has a tail. Tail. <laughs> Stryker. It's not, it's, I love how you guys call it a tail, and I will go with tail. And and there is a big bone there when I move in my twist my back a little bit. But if you wanted to take a picture of my rear end, yes, you know, that's what we'd like to do. <laughs> in an odd I way. I don't think you would say that that man is a monkey necessarily walking around. So you would, would, would you see a tail if if we saw your your lower back? <laughs> sorry to sadden you, but you would not. You wouldn't. Aww. See, but I told you, you this is all this is all just any, hype. Any sort of nub. At all? Lisa, is that Lisa May? Yes. Yeah, she wants yes. to know about your nub. Lisa May, yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on a second, because Dr. Drew, he held up his fingers to indicate that it was like a couple of, what? What is everybody laughing Psycho at? Psychomite like, is retching in the corner into the trash can. He's throwing up. <laughs> he's throwing up. Stop it. He has a problem with this topic. It, it grosses him out. I don't know why. What's, what's awesome. there to throw up about? This the is the greatest that, news in the world. The things that Doctor, don't make him throw yes. up, and then this does, is he's amazing. He's literally throwing up. <laughs> Dr. Drew said it's a couple of inches long and you can actually wiggle it. Is he overstating the case, Stryker? He's, he's slightly exaggerating, I would say. There, look it. There is something there. It's not there when I'm just standing up, but if I if I contort myself, there is something there. Okay. And, uh, you know, and I, I always thought, honestly, it was something normal until I finally was with a certain human being, a lady, when I finally got some in my life, and she's like, what the hell is that? Now, here's oh, where that brings us to point number two with our conversation with Dr. Drew yesterday. I can't, you know, there's a piece of the story here I want to let Stryker tell you. It, it, somebody actually tipped him off. He wasn't really, he, did, he thought everyone had one. All right, so what is the story that you need to tell us that somebody tipped you off? Honestly, I had felt it in my life. Like if I would do, uh, you know, as I keep mentioning, certain positions, like if I would do sit-ups, I would feel it, and I would like kind of move to one cheek a little bit while doing them. Right. And no one so you can't do sit-ups. My 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 mother never said anything. My father, nobody. Well, they don't want poor little striker to know he's got a tail. <laughs> you know. I got bad parents, man. Yeah. But then, um, yeah. All right. So who's the girl that found out? I don't even know. It was it was in the late nineties in Tucson, Arizona. Right. And she's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "I don't know. Just uh, my bones out there." <laughs> this is my bone out there. <laughs> it's my butt knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot crack the knuckle, Ralph. Oh, that's oh, too bad. Oh. We were talking yesterday about whether this is feasible because I'm having trouble without a photo. I'm having trouble visualizing what you're packing back there, Stryker. But um, could you have a girl in front of you and a girl behind you and be doing them both at the same time? <laughs> you know what? That is quite possible. Never tried it. Oh, oh, never thought about that, did you? You'd be willing to, wouldn't you? <laughs> nice. Stop throwing up! <laughs> Seriously, like is he literally really throwing up in the trash yeah. yes. he is such a freak. Yeah. You know how people <laughs> find certain things just repulsive? I've never seen Nothing anybody. Nothing grosses Mike out. Yeah, but especially this. Yeah. This is the best news ever. But a little, uh, little protrusion on the uh, on the coccyx, and he wow. goes all the pieces. Easy there. Stryker, um, does it have fur on it? Oh my god! Well, <laughs> there is there is no 
there is no fur there. There's no Sorry. fur. Okay. No, seriously, Stryker, how, how, how far does it stick out, if you had to guess? You gotta ask Dr. Drew, because he's the one that corrects. Well, you can, you can, get, you you can, can live with it your whole life. You can give us an estimate. Is, an it, estimate? Less, is it less than one foot? How many? Twelve inches. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just joking. How, give us an estimate of some kind. I, now, have you ever seen a baboon's ass? Sure. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Kind of like that. It's like, like a that. baboon's ass. I am just okay. Saying, so you're no. you're red and inflamed as well. <laughs> no, it's a couple inches. A couple inches. Trigger, That's does significant. It, does it wag when a fire truck goes by? <laughs> No, but it wags when I go by the hydrant. It does. There we go. Oh, there you nice. go. Nice. Nicely right. done. Can, can you use it for anything? Can you dial a phone with it? Can you make a cup of tea with it? It's like 20 questions. You're trying to figure it. It's bigger than a bread box. Can you use it for anything? What, why would he ever try to dial a phone with it? I just, I'm trying to find out how useful it is. What sense does that make? If he had when he tried. Striker, have you ever dialed a phone with it? No, but I wish they had that old show from the 70s and 80s. That's incredible. I could go on there. Yes, That's you true. could. Fran Tarkington would introduce you. Here's another question I have for you. And, of course, I have a million questions, but we're going to run out of time here in a second. Ralph said this is not the type of thing we would find out about you at this point. And that brings up this question. Why has this never come up? You've been doing Loveline for a long time. You've been on K-Rock for years and years and years. Why has this never been revealed before this week? The main reason is not because I'm super shy or anything about it, although it does kind of weird me out that now freaking everyone that listens to K-Rock knows. But, um... Just because it just seems somewhat normal to me until I saw until Dr. Drew felt it and he freaked out about it. Yeah, that's not something you want to have happen. Dr. But you, <laughs> Dr. Drew can, has a calm demeanor no matter what goes on. If you right, freak him true. out, there's something wrong. Correct. But I don't believe you, by the way, that you say you thought it was, I mean, you, yeah, you thought it was normal when you were 13 or 14 or 15. But then once you started being with the ladies and started seeing other guys and other women that didn't have a tail, you had to realize you were one in a million. I wasn't grabbing men's buttocks. <laughs> no, well, but you certainly you, you certainly saw that uh, you know other guys you didn't they didn't have it though you I mean you've known for a long time that you're a freak show right? A little bit. Weren't you like playing football in high school and you're hanging out in the locker room and go, whoa, I got hit right in the tail today. That hurt like crazy. And the other guy said, what? What are you talking about, tail? Didn't something like that Coach, happen? Where do you keep the tail pads? Your whole Jeez, we don't have any tail pads, son. Your whole life? Come on. You don't go through life with a tail and think it's normal? No, you you yeah. learned very early in life that you're one of a kind. I love Striker. Yeah, most people are going to sit up and they start spinning, you know, like a top <laughs> because they're on their tail. Striker, you rule. Who better to be hosting Loveline than a guy with a tail? Seriously. Absolutely. That and rules. by the way, there's no. Please don't misunderstand our interest in this story, Striker. There's zero downside to this. It's it has raised you in our estimation. Seriously, you're now our hero. In fact, I'm a little bit afraid that you're going to be leading some sort of monkey revolution against us. I'm a little worried that you're <laughs> the head of the the, the team that's going to overthrow the America. I don't know. <laughs> Striker, you're the best. You guys are too. And we congratulations, love you. I guess. Congratulations <laughs> on yeah. having the tail, I guess. Striker has tail. Tail. Do you want to borrow that? Jingle for Loveline? Yeah, can I please have that? Sure. Tail. Psycho Mike throwing up in the background. <laughs> so many times, too. You could hear it multiple times after they tell you what's going on, where you're just like, <laughs> you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand how he never knew that that was a weird thing. Yeah, like, a, a, we grew up with a kid that he had a nub growing on his toe that his family 
had like a hereditary thing where the big toe splits off into two toes. He showed that thing off the first second he got it. By the time we were in high school, it's a fully formed toe. That thing was out of parties. Like, that's what you do with that. Like, how did Stryker not ever notice this? Wouldn't you have like gone to gym class and they said, do sit-ups? And he's like, I can't do sit-ups. Yeah. Why can't you do sit-ups? Well, my tail's in the way. I mean, it bothers my tail. Also, like, didn't they used to do like scoliosis checks in school? Wouldn't they be like, okay, yeah. let's check your spine. And uh, what, what is this? Like, yeah, your spine just on. keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no end. Yeah. It's, I, I, yeah it, does, it, it boggles my mind. He must have been homeschooled. I had no. Yeah. I mean, it, there's no way. I mean, yeah. he, he's also a very sweet, mild mannered kind of guy, too. So maybe he did, once he figured it out and just kind of kept quiet about it so that. He didn't want to get made fun of or anything like that. But on Love Line, he is surprised that it's weird. The whole clip, he's yeah, just right? surprised. He's, it's weird. It's like, well, I didn't, I didn't think it was weird. Remember, I mean, people people once thought, or he once thought that it wasn't weird to take the random pills you got from Amazon that you don't know what they were what? and couldn't understand why everyone was saying, what's wrong with you? Striker did that? <laughs> Yeah, yes. they, oh, they had him on the yes. air. He took, he called yes. and left messages, and it was like yes. they think it was like fenfen or one of the methamphetamine diet pills somehow. So uh-huh. he was basically taking meth. Oh my god! Yeah, and he was. He just got him in the mail and said, "Okay." He got him in the mail it. and said, "Yep, exactly. No, no yeah. label on them. I mean, it could have been like a kid's toy you put in water. He had no clue." <laughs> he yeah. had a dinosaur growing in this. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't <laughs> crapping them out, man. So Loveline, he wound up being the last host of Loveline, or was uh, it no? He was uh, he one left because Carol left sometime, I think like two thousand four, two thousand five ish. So I think he was the one that went in to replace Adam. And then, but Psycho Mike hosted it. Right? I think I think yes. I think the while in the meantime though they had other people doing okay. it too. But I I think he was the one that came in pretty much right after if i remember correctly yeah i used to listen to love line in grade school in the 80s when it is when it was like really it was like on at midnight on sundays once a week with poor man and dr drew and they you know it was a it's kind of like an orphan show where they just like they put it in the slot where there was nothing nothing there and they didn't really care about ratings and then it got bigger and then it got and then it soon went to five days a week. And at, once it got to five days a week, I just couldn't keep up. So, yeah, after Poor Man left, like Ricky Rackman took over, and then Adam Carolla took over. Right? Right. That, mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Carolla so. took over for Poor Man after what was the Poor Man, the one that called everyone the Beans House? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> was that. That, that was the end of that one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, nice. so yeah, that was my very long clip of Strikers. And the giddiness in Kevin is just hysterical. <laughs> oh, I feel it. I, I feel the excitement. <laughs> the Strikers got a tail saga. I love it. Yeah. All, All right. right. Shall we move over to the week that was? Yeah. All right. Just a little music for Striker. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! 
No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. All right, so Edwin is coming to us from the California Extreme Conference. Basically, uh, a conference where they play old video games all day. So it's pretty much right up uh, Edwin's alley. Isn't it called CAX? CAX, yeah. Yeah, Ca- big, big old CAX Extreme. show. Gotcha. CAX show, yeah, okay. Giant yeah. CAX. CAX, CAX. CAXX? Maybe he's at a tail conference. Maybe it's all about tails. Be awesome. Anyhow. Maybe Eddie's we- got a tail. <laughs> I mean, we Edwin's just found out he was Peaks the Rodeo Clown. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's You're playing old. he's playing three games at once one with his tail <laughs> why do you why do you hate i don't hate why do you hate i don't hate why do you hate i don't hate <laughs> all right let me try it a different way why do you hate i don't hate all right You're i just got big- some Problems. You're not I a big Batman issues. fan. That's the the the, the bottom See, line. This is the problem. The, the, the problem may be you're not a Batman. Fan, I right? may be the biggest Batman fan in the world, and maybe that's why I have some serious problems with the Dark Knight Rises. And no. by the way, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the film and you want to see it and you don't want to know what happens in the movie, I can't believe I'm saying this, but turn your radio off. Although it has been a month, you, you should have month, seen. Yeah. It. If you wanted to see it by now, you should have seen it. But if but, you haven't, and you don't want to know anything that happens in Dark Knight Rises, turn on a CD or something for the next four minutes and just go away, because we're going to be talking about it in detail. <laughs> but but hasn't the consensus been that the movie is either good or great? I mean, that's all anybody has said about I've it, right, I've not Ralph? heard great. I've heard good. Certainly it's not The Dark Knight. That was the, 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 the pinnacle of this trilogy. This movie, to me, is a big F you. Really? Because it, the whole premise, the whole plot of the film is built around some M. Night Shyamalan-type twist at the end, and the whole thing is a convoluted mess. Now, Christopher Mo- Nolan puts together a very pretty picture, and he has people very earnestly saying a lot of very pompous things, and it seems like a very important film. But if you, bra- if you cut all that away, you look at the plot, it's just a horrible plot. And the character of Batman is just pooped on left and right. <laughs> This is a crappy Batman. If you look at the whole trilogy, this is a crappy Batman. This is not a good Batman. Bruce Wayne is not a good crime fighter. Wow. In three. In In all of them. If you look back at them, if you look at... When we start this film, Batman has been retired for eight years. Correct. Eight years. Because he went away. Hasn't fought any crime. Right. No crime. No crime fighting. (laughs) Worst crime fighter ever. (laughs) You know what? If you don't fight crime for eight years, you're not a crime fighter. But his heart was broken. He had to disappear. No, it wasn't that. So I'll get to that. He had to disappear. Uh, why did he have to disappear? Because Two Face, they needed to save his reputation. Right. So as being he a took crime he took the blame on himself. Correct. But he could still fight crime. He fights in the shadows. He he, he swings from the, the the buildings and he fights in the shadows. He could still fight crime. Not he three just, years. He's just not into it anymore. He's just not into it. He's really not. And when you think about it, he's not a good crime fighter because, as far as we can tell from the Christopher Nolan trilogy, he's only really fought crime three times. Ra's al Ghul when he tried to blow up. Gotham City. That was the first time he fought crime. Right. Then he stopped. Well, so he the Joker showed up. The Joker showed up. He was trying to blow up Gotham City. So he showed up for that time. 
And then in this one, Bane comes around, tries to blow up the city. He shows up again. So in about 12 years, he's fought crime three times. <laughs> that you've seen. He only really cares if you're going to blow up the city. That's the only time he really gets involved. Other than that, it's like, well, you're on your own. <laughs> I, no, I didn't and they say, Harvey, the Harvey Dent Law has uh, driven organized crime from Gotham City. There's still plenty of crime. We still have lots of street crime, but the, the organized crime is gone. So Batman's like, oh, well, if someone gets mugged, let it so be it. <laughs> that's not my concern. I, call me if someone's going to blow up Gotham City. That's when I put the suit on. Eight years. He's, he's limping around like Dr. House, <laughs> shooting arrows in his bedroom because he just doesn't feel like fighting crime. Unless it comes to him. A girl breaks into his house and steals his pearl necklace. Then he's fascinated. He's back to the Batcave. He's looking up in the computer. <laughs> Who is this girl? What's going on? So somebody has to steal from you, Batman, before you really give a rat's ass about crime in Gotham City. That's when you get engaged, and when someone steals from you personally. See, I didn't get any of this. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to strap on my special knee brace that lets me kick brick walls <laughs> and knock it down. Well, hey, asshole, why don't you strap that on about, I don't know, eight years ago and keep fighting crime and protecting the people of Gotham City? If that existed, why aren't you wearing it? Why are you limping around with the asshole cane growing your bad goatee? Why is the cane an asshole? Because he's an asshole. Bruce Wayne's a dick in these three films. Just a dick. I think you do love Batman too much. Think about it. He's supposed to be a crime fighter for eight years. He's sat in his house. Everything you're saying makes sense, but I enjoyed it. Because it's all bells and whistles, right. man. They fully they distract you from the truth of the story, which is a horrible story about a really crappy crime fighter. <laughs> and the whole thing is built on this surprise ending where we find out that the girl he loves, sort of, who's taking the place in his heart of his dead girlfriend, is the daughter of Ra's al Ghul, his, his most... Worst, his worst enemy from the first film. Right. Now, first thing, he says, well, I can't fight crime anymore, Alfred, because my girlfriend died. And uh, that really broke me up, so I took eight years off. <laughs> hey, douchebag, <laughs> you saw your parents gunned down in front of you <laughs> when you were a kid. That motivated you to fight crime. Your girlfriend gets killed by the Joker, and you're like, oh, you know what? No, that's I'm it. I'm out. No, forget about it. My parents, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, I'll fight crime for them. But the girlfriend, no, I don't really care that much. So I'm just going to lay down. Worst Batman ever. So when Ra's al Ghul's daughter shows up, and she is going to get revenge because uh, he caused the death of her father. Right. Worst revenge plan in history. She's got all of her father's wealth. She is one of the richest women in the world. Right. Does she buy an atomic bomb? And put it in the middle of Gotham City and blow up Gotham City? No. She takes eight years and invests money in an alternate energy project right. to have Bruce Wayne build a fusion reactor that eight years later she will be able to take over and then turn into the slowest blowing up <laughs> nuclear bomb ever. So for eight years, she has dumped her own money into her revenge campaign that she could have solved by going to... Pakistan and picking up a low-rent <laughs> atomic bomb and putting it in Gotham City eight years ago. Could have cut out a lot of time and money, Talia. You're the worst revenge seeker ever. I know revenge is a dish best served cold. Your revenge has been left out of the fridge. It's got mold growing on it. You just, you waited too long. No one even remembers what you're angry about anymore. Did you feel this way about the first two and just didn't say anything? No, the first two were great. They were great. Okay. And I figured in three, he's going to have a long crime-fighting career. We're going to see more of it. No, he's just sitting his ass around waiting for another bomb to go off. 
from a woman who waited eight years and invested millions and millions of dollars to build a bomb that she's not going to explode for five months. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to push a button. Be a while. I'm going to I'm going to let it degrade slowly for five months, and then I'm going to get my revenge. So it's been eight years and five months now she's waited. Well, we have to break the Batman. We have to break him. Make him. We're going to watch us torture his city. We're going to do a lot of things in the city for five months that really don't mean anything because we're going to blow it off the map anyway. Oh, so five months, is that is that the optimum breaking time for someone? Make them watch TV for five months, and that's when you really know you've got them? Why not six months? Why not four months? Well, we know that the core will degrade in five months, and that's when things will really get bad. Right, no, asshole, you know what you're doing? You're giving a guy five months to get over his broken back and come back and stop you. And it turns out Batman's back's not really broken. He just needed a really good chiropractor. <laughs> they just needed to string him up and just put that disc back in. And you know what? Look at me. I'm climbing out of the biggest well in the history of mankind. I'm jumping over and I'm grabbing stones. And I'm, I'm just I'm the, only the second person to ever get out of this hole. You know why? I had a great chiropractor. <laughs> he, gave me a, he gave me a rope to hold on to and he pushed that back in. And oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> Kevin Ryder, who turned over his car. <laughs> Didn't hurt his back nearly as bad as Bruce Wayne. He can barely sit on a How yoga mat and do you. radio. How dare you? So Batman finally shows up because, again, they're going to bomb his, uh, his city. They're going to blow his city off the map. In five months. In five months. Right. So he gets engaged again. He, he finally puts on the suit, and he goes back, and he fights Bane, and he beats him. Congratulations. You're back, Batman. Nope. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let everyone who ever loved me think I died. <laughs> I'm going to take the <laughs> nuclear bomb, and I'm going to fly it over the bay in Gotham, and I'm going to make everything I blew up in it because I won't tell them I fixed the autopilot. <laughs> that, that, you know how I'm going to repay Alfred, the man who raised me since I was an orphan? I'm going to let him think I got blown up in a nuclear accident. But he knew oh. at the end. He, he didn't know it until he went to his favorite cafe. Oh, Alfred mentioned this cafe once that he goes to sometimes. So I'm going to sit there for a year until Alfred goes on vacation again, and then he'll see me at the table with my girlfriend. Here's what I did. I said, F you, Gotham City. I'm going to run off with my girlfriend and drink cappuccinos while your city is riddled with crime and horrible people. I've decided I'm going to retire. He's done his part, Ralph. Three times! <laughs> he did his part. There's a lot more stuff to be done in Gotham City, but he's going to quit. Oh, no, he's not quitting. He's leaving Robin in charge. Oh, hold on. John Blake, his given name is Robin. You're going to slide that in the last 20 minutes of the film? F you, Christopher Nolan. Oh, I, was there a Robin in this story you want? All right, we don't have a Robin. Just call that guy Robin. Let's make him Robin. We'll call that one Robin. I, and Well, he's going to take over. He's going to be the new Batman. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, Bruce Wayne went to Nepal and trained with, like, the world's deadliest Sherpas to learn how to get his ass kicked in Gotham City. Right. No Batman's ever had his ass kicked more than Christopher, Christopher, uh, Christian Bale's Batman. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the city over to a cop who has no training whatsoever. He was, a, he was a rookie cop. He can carry a gun and a badge that he won't use anymore. I'll let him handle Gotham City. Because remember how well-trained I was and how I failed three times? Well, this guy, this cop with no martial arts training, who doesn't really know how to work any of my gadgets or anything, I'm just going to give him the keys to the waterfall and let him live in the Batcave, and we'll see how he does. He'll most likely get killed his first time out, but I don't care because I'm drinking cappuccinos with my girlfriend. So you liked it? F you, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> you pooped on Batman. That's a little strong. I don't know that he pooped. Now that I've told you about the film, go back and watch it again. You'll say, Can't. worst plot ever. <laughs> Can't do it. 
everybody in this movie sucks at what they do. Except for Jim Gordon, who's looking around saying, Christ, I, who would, can, is Superman, can someone get me Superman's phone number, please? <laughs> oh, damn. I agree well, with Ralph. I did not like The Dark Knight Rises. Not I don't like it now. I mean, he just totally ruined it for me, so. I actually didn't like the first one either because I just thought Batman was just breaking shit in Gotham. I just thought there was no reason. I got a turtle down my dad's tram. <laughs> yeah, he smashed his dad's tram into the water plant and just broke everything. And then it was like, um, that, that was it. There was nothing. That, I don't. I don't know. I just didn't think he saved anybody or did anything other than smash a bunch of cars in Gotham. But the the, the Dark Knight is good. I like that one. <laughs> and Ralph, Ralph is wrong though. The Dark Knight starts with uh, Batman fighting the Scarecrow and catching him. Remember when in the parking garage? That's what it starts. Oh yeah, with. yeah. After the, the so, after he should have got him before. Yeah. So he fought crime four times. All right, let's do the podcast roundup. Do you want to do the podcast roundup? Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast roundup. Oh, I hope it's farting. Screw you, lady. All right. Let's start the podcast roundup with uh, Janky Town. Dave finally saw the Barbie movie. I was finally able to see the Barbie movie. Now, I played uh, the Janksta's reviews of it. Uh, Jankster Jankster Kelly loved it. And Jankster Diego loved it. Me, not so much. Did not love it. In fact, I kind of really hated it for about the first hour. But the second hour, much, much better, much, much enjoyable. I really enjoyed the end. So it took a turn. It went from really hateable for me to me really enjoying it. I've never seen a movie like that where I was so like, I was like, man, I hate this. I was sitting there. I was like, man, I don't, I don't like this. I'm bored. This is dumb. And then going, wow, I really like this. This is great. Did anybody else catch the Barbie movie? Not yet. Second hour? How long is that movie? That's a regular movie time. I think it's a little <laughs> under two hours. I, I don't go to wow. movies over 90 minutes. It wasn't that long. I saw it. I took my, my little girls to see it. I thought and? it was really good. I thought it was funny. It 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 isn't that whole woke thing that everybody talks about to me it was just it was just about a girl growing up but told through barbies and play like everybody felt like a toy i'll rent it someday you should i thought it was good because what was there something about i wasn't paying attention this is maybe when it came out a month ago between that and oppenheimer yeah and it was i'm gonna go see barbie and these people are gonna see like i don't what, what was that it was barbenheimer Basically, yeah, those movies were those movies were dropped on the same weekend, and uh-huh. they were diametrically opposed from each other in tone and uh, theme yeah. and color Got and it. Okay. everything. So it was they they just 
made a, a whole deal of which one are you going to go see first and okay. how what order are you going to see them are you going to see oppenheimer first and then go to barbie or are you going to see barbie first and go to oppenheimer i really have no interest in oppenheimer especially after hearing the dark knight review but uh <laughs> you know i just don't want to hear i don't want to feel sympathetic to the guy that built the atomic bomb i just sorry yeah. okay, here's what happens in our house so you get 20 minutes 15 to 20 minutes if we put something on and 15 to 20 we're done if it, we're not interested or already laughing or engaged in it we're out so that's just kind of how it is netflix and chill gotcha all right but we did what we got really high the other night and watched up and smoke <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> there's no other way to watch up and smoke I, I believe. <laughs> all right um Bucky's. Bucky's has been a conversation with all the teabaggers for a long time. And I've I've been lukewarm to it. I haven't had the Bucky fever that the that everybody has. The going out of your way to go to a rest stop to use the restroom and get like beaver nuggets or whatever the fuck they're called. Take a shower. But yeah, I, I, no interest. No interest in a truck stop until Frank and Friends. Frank finally gave me a reason to go to Bucky's. We stopped at the new Bucky's in Sevierville, which is currently nice. the world's largest Bucky's. And one time we were there early enough in the morning that we had the breakfast burrito. Was it good? Oh my gosh, Catherine, it's just uh, a tortilla and their brisket and scrambled eggs, period, the end. That sounds good. And you don't need anything else. You just eat it and you're like, oh, this is That this sounds is good. good. That's a reason to go. A brisket breakfast burrito? Fuck yeah. Right? You can get in the car after this storm's over and go... <laughs> Where are they located again? Somewhere Obviously, Georgia, the south. back east. Okay. Some, yeah, somewhere in the southeast. Texas is. Texas, Alabama. Tennessee. Mm. Oklahoma. Tennessee. Um, yeah. So I, I, I got to drive through there just to have that burrito. Or maybe I can get it shipped. All right. Allie was on the Craig Kilborn show. They talked about pie. No, it's just, and the consistency, it's... Well, let me tell you something, oh. young lady. I love okay. cinnamon, and I love it. I love pumpkin, and it's it's. Okay. I love the creaminess. And when I was a kid, I had cream pies, and I loved coconut cream pie. And I like cheesecake. I love the consistency of pumpkin pie. You got a bad attitude on Bob Dylan. You, you came around on Neil Young. I want you to go home... <laughs> And eat pumpkin pie and listen to Dylan mm. and, and open up your eyes. That is a nightmare scenario right there. That sounds like the worst day ever. I just, listen, I haven't, I have never liked pumpkin pie. Okay. This podcast was, it was a journey. It, it, I, I don't know if I am missing something with Craig Kilborn, but I did not understand what he, what he was about. He was all. How long was it? It was god awful, like two hours or something. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I can't. Nope. It felt like forever. <laughs> and he kept interrupting Allie. Like he'd say, "Well, what's your favorite sandwich?" Well, I like a. And oh, well, I can't believe it. it was. It was. It was weird. And he asked her the most. He asked her, "What's your favorite sandwich?" About her favorite bands and about pie. I'm like, why are you asking? Why what? What, what what's going on? I was I would have stopped it if it wasn't for Ellie, because it was really hard to listen to. Sounds more like an Adam Carolla interview. It does, but without the 
Yeah, and without the nasally. <laughs> but also, it, it's just kind of like this weird, like he talks over you, but in a in an old man voice. Like it feels like he he's Grandpa Simpson. You know, it feels like his show should start off with like, "Hey, everybody, an old man's talking." Because it just he just rambles on, and he's like, "Well, I'll tell you what I like. I I like uh, pumpkin pie." And it, it's, God, it's fucking awful. I've never. Well, I think to too. We're very much used to the Kevin and Bean format, where it's 10, 15 minutes on a commercial, on music, come back to the show, Ralph Report, you know what I mean? Or So it tends to be when, when Allie and Bean go on for a really long time, I'm like, oh, how much longer? Where <laughs> And even like in the Ralph Report, you know, he'll get to the next segment, you know, it kind of moves along. So we're used to that. So when someone's not doing that and they're doing like the Jimmy Pardo for three hours, I don't have the attention span. I, I needed to kind of keep changing because if I'm maybe they're interviewing a musician and it's okay, but man, I'm waiting for that wheel of bad animals the next five minutes, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I'll give you that, but I've listened, I listen to podcasts that are longer than, than an hour. So it's not about the two hour podcast. And this one also had segments. Like he would interrupt oh, each okay. one with a different segment, but it would be another <laughs> subject that I was like, why are you asking her this and and what and then putting her down i felt i felt like she he was like cutting her off and saying i can't believe you like that sandwich it's like it's a sandwich other old voices in radio being remembers tom likes let me tell you why i'm having so much trouble with the words coming out of my mouth right now oh. is because talking over this song yeah. reminds me of los angeles radio legend tom likes this is how he used to start his show every day. Remember, he'd come on and go, this is the show that is not hosted by a right-wing felon or a blah, 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 whatever the other one was. Convicted felon or a right-wing nut job. That's what it was. This is the show where America gets together to talk about what you want to talk about. one 800 tom Will be up. Tom. Remember Tom Likas, Allie? Did you ever I listen to Tom Likas? I remember Tom Likas. Blow me up, Tom. Blow Take me, up, me Tom. out. Yeah. Take me out whatever. Kobe style. Take me out yeah. whatever. OJ style, whatever it was. Yeah. Bean did a spot on impression because he would start off with that same Metallica song and uh-huh. do exactly that. And they they had Flash Friday where they would encourage you to drive with your headlights on. And if an attractive woman saw your headlights on, they were supposed to, she was supposed to show you her headlights. Um, and then they would have calls with sightings about it. It, it was a weird time for radio. Oh, I was just saying, I had a roommate that would listen to it at the time, back in 2005, 2006. And he thought it was hilarious. And I think from my understanding of it, um, he was he married like eight or nine times, but he came across very much as a misogynist and hating women and that kind of stuff. But he, it was that controversy that he got, he liked that people get riled up and call in and complain or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was a completely different format than Kevin and Bean, you know, was that was his, that's his whole shit. But also <laughs> I, I, yeah. I went to one of his live things in Hermosa beach just because I was there at the time. And the guy pulls crowds. I mean, if yeah. you thought that the morning show live events were something like that guy literally would pack a bar completely full. Mm-hmm. Bean compared him to Andrew Tate and brought up the misogyny. And he also oh. said that uh, yeah. his type of radio is not, not coming in, not, not in fashion anymore. 
All right. Uh, Edwin had a call this week. So since Edwin's not on the show, I'm going to play his call. All right. I hate to say it, but when he's right, he's right. Me and Allie, Edwin from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast here. Just heard a guy say if Allie messes up, makes a bad joke, you call it an Allie flop. Close, but no cigar. How about we call him Allie Oops? Keep up the work. Oh, Allie, an Allie Oop. An Allie Oop. There. That's the one. That's it. Nice. Good job, Edwin. (laughs) All out. All out. Next and finally on the podcast roundup is the Otter story brought to us by Bean. Did you see the story of Jen Royce celebrating her birthday with some friends in the Jefferson River in Montana? I did not. Allie. What? This is crazy. She and her friends were attacked by an otter while they were in the river. You don't get attacked by sweet little otters? That's what I thought. They're just like, "Mm, you want to swim with me? And they're like, look at my whiskers. That's an otter. I saw one otter right behind my friend before it attacked. I didn't even chance to get the words out. There's an otter behind you out of me before it attacked her. She described the otter attack as vicious and relentless it bit my face in several places both of my ears my arms my hands my leg my thighs my ankle my friends were bit on their hands and on their bottoms one friend's thumb was shredded and she has bite marks all over her body as well horrifying it's utterly horrifying (laughs) oh i hate it nice little alley oop there at the end (laughs) There's another attack up around, around Tahoe the other day, too. Yeah, I was just going to say there was a second one, unrelated, but same otters going nuts. Uh, all right, Do you guys Drew, remember? You know what time it is. It's time for the yeah, Wheel of Bad Voices. Where do you think it's going to land? Don't know. Are we firing up the hotline, Drew? I, I, I don't have any of that stuff here. So, no. <laughs> I was like, roll with it. All right. Never mind. <clears throat> yeah, I couldn't believe the otters attacked. They're so cute and cuddly and they hold hands when they sleep. Well, do you guys remember a movie back in the 70s called The Day of the Animals? No. It was actually filmed no. up here. <clears throat> Terrible movie. But yeah, there's a, maybe a day when the. Well, don't we have orcas attacking boats? We have otters attacking people. We had. There's been quite a few good animal stories lately. Some spiders. A spider that had the erection. Or no. Oh, yeah, the banana it spider. You. It had the erection. Yeah. <laughs> right? Found in the banana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, animals are killing everybody right now, apparently. They're sick of our shit. And then the sea lions in San Diego, and they are sick of us. And I don't blame them. We do need to have an. Uh, uh, We'll have bad animal voices and just have them all talk about the revolution. Let's just, uh, let's wrap this one up then. All right. Thanks for listening to Quitters Never Give Up. This is episode 119. 119, yeah. So uh, if you're listening, you know how to find us. Share this with your friends and and lovers. And we'll all see you next week. Hear you next week. Listen next week. What? Awesome. Lovers. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. What begins as a pleasant day of hiking in the woods becomes the Day of the Animals. This has been a Quit Never
to give a presentation. Did somebody say pie? It's a wonderful day for pie. You can ask all the birds in the sky. And they'll tell you real sweet with a musical tweet. It's a wonderful day for pie. For pie. For pie. For pie. For pie. This is wonderful, Brian. Oh, let's live in this universe. Gosh, it's pretty intoxicating, isn't it? I want to hear more music about pie. It's a wonderful day for pie And it smells a lot better than I <laughs> Everyone in the house And this Adam West mouse The bees making honey This Tom Tucker buddy We all sing with glee Cause we all agree It's a wonderful, wonderful day 